So once again, thank you so much, Irene, Sunshine, and Tim Hammond. Um, and you know what? They're gonna they're gonna share with you how are they changing the world one drawing at a time, and to ignite the creativity in you to achieve sustainability in this Bukka world. So, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together, make them feel warm, make them feel welcome. Tim and Irene Hammonds, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again. And this is my dear partner, Tim Hammonds. Tim. Thank you, everyone. Welcome. Thank you, Irene. And just want to quickly acknowledge Irene for creating this platform. This has been her sort of labor of love, her passion project throughout well, this year, earlier this year, and one of her visions was to create an inspiring platform to give um, to give voice to mostly to women and to share their empowering stories. So this is what she's doing. So I really want to acknowledge this is she's creating her dream. And so what we're going to talk to you and share a little bit tonight is some of our visions and some of our dreams and a few of the, the strategies that we've used to help navigate through this this crazy time. But um, so, you know, Irene and myself, um, you might know this as Art of Awakening, changing the world one drawing at a time, is on my back of my t-shirt, <laughs> as Rimi <laughs> shared. And we we go around the world and travel and, and draw draw cool stories for companies, but that's not what we're here to, to, to talk about. But um, in our presentation, we're gonna do a bit of back and forth. Irene's more of the, a bit, bit more of the, the, the left brain, I'm more of the, the right brain and that's how we kind of balance in our business and certainly there's plenty of clash but over here is a little storyboard so and and also think about for me for for yourself while while we're looking at this what does this mean to you and if you're invited and you're inspired to draw a picture that's that's at the heart of what we want to do so what was your life like before covid what was that life like for us you know we're traveling we're we're on a plane we're doing great work we're in front of groups we're presenting we're sharing we're facilitating we're, we're mapping great stories for for you know Fortune 500 companies, uh, you know around Asia and and then we'd stay a few days and we'd enjoy in Bali or Phuket or India, <laughs> right? And it was a great sort of balance of life. But then of course, what came, you know, the COVID, the disruption, and how do you frame that disruption? How do you see it? How did you talk about that? What's the narrative? Of course, the narratives of lockdown, um, you know, and, and so many other things, it's a war. And Singapore had a bit of a better narrative about the circuit breaker. It's something that you can manage. But so COVID sort of, you know, crashes and, and burns. Um, and then what was life like after that? What was your response, you know, individually? or as a company or the, the, the organization that you work with, what was that like? For us, it's like broken pieces, the ships crashed and you know, we actually lost a couple of our dear team. It's a small company, but every person is, is a very important. And Irene treats them a bit like, she's a bit like a mother to them. She's very caring. Maybe as we know Irene, she's very caring, very loving, and she gives much more than you know, then is goes beyond in, in terms of nurturing and mothering. And so we had some some dear relationships that had that, that were lost, partly because of COVID and other things. But and of course, everything is crashed and lost in our in our business because our business is around events and traveling. So what do we do? There's a lot of humility, a lot of pain. Um, and what is it for? What was it like for you? And what was the narrative? And how did you shape that? But then more importantly, perhaps is what is the out of that, what is the learnings? And of course, around the world, everyone learned how to be a better um, 
and virtual. Some people learned how to bake bread. I think a lot of people learned how to bake bread <laughs> in groups that we've been with. They say, what is something you do during COVID? I learned to bake bread. <laughs> I learned to play um, guitar, do yoga with my friends on um, you know channels, but collaboration, flexibility. So tonight we're gonna talk to you and share a few lessons around over here. And the frame for this is, maybe you've heard of buka is a term, um, to talk about volatile uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And the opportunity for today is to help you to, how did we reframe VUCA so that we can surf on it? And that's maybe a picture of Irene and myself in case you can't tell. <laughs> so um, I'll pass it over to Irene. She's gonna start with the first via VUCA and how did she learn to reframe that in, the, in our work? Some of it's about our work, some of it's about personal. Irene, Thank pass you. away to you. All right. So the volatile world, I remember when we COVID hit us, many of us were actually caught in like the big why. Why does this happen? And then the big W, what am I going to do? If that is in your thought, can you help me by typing? Yes, <laughs> you're part of that. Yep. So to us, our business went into that question as well why now we were planning our april visual facilitation lab to have 20 people in the room both singapore and hong kong and then we have to cancel everything and we have to refund so there were a lot of logistics and what what are we gonna do next we are caught into we have no clues all our events our work our meetings they all took place face to face life so we've got we got ourselves in a state of OMG. <laughs> and as we were discussing and we were talking and we were thinking, to be honest, in that first three months, we were just struggling. And we are thinking of in such volatile state, what can we do? How do we reframe our mind and our, our purpose so that we can now have something to follow and look forward? So the first V I like to support you to look into is vision. So instead of looking at volatile, look at it as vision. So what do I mean by vision? Now I'm here to share with you one of this beautiful visual template that Tim has created. Feel free to do a screen capture and even better, let me drop this in the chat so that you can download. If you want me to do that, please respond and say, yes, please. <laughs> I don't see the yes, please, and I won't do that. <laughs> All right. So, oh, okay. Thank you. So I only give it to Inshi. <laughs> okay, great, 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 great. All right, your teaser. Here you go. I'm dropping it. So feel free to download. Now with this, actually, this is a template that we've been supporting people to set their goal, find a vision. You need to have a vision. At the top right of this part, your vision. And we have to sit down and think will our vision where before COVID and after COVID need to change. And we use this template, not just focus on the vision. We There are different parts of this template. If you talk, uh, take a look and you can even sit down, brainstorm your family or brainstorm with your workplace colleague, right? Look at what are the things at the bottom you can let go. What are the gifts you have? What are things you're grateful for? All your dreams, put it into the hot air balloon and let it rise. So, Tim is a great master of visualization. And hence, he put all his dream in a balloon so they can lift up. 
right? And we're, we're all believers of, of God and we hope that God will let it go to you. And the next, I heard of this saying, all right? We do our best, you do the rest. <laughs> so that is our, our prayer and that's what we do. So this template is what we call the vision for for your 2022. It's great that we're coming to the almost end of the year and you may want to use this to plan for your vision to handle this volatile world. Thank you, Irene. Yeah, so so you is in the VUCA wave. You is the uncertainty and to shift our uncertainty to understanding. So just to preface this, I want to talk a, a little bit in systems thinking you know, they talk about two worlds, right? The world that is fixed and a world that is becoming. In, in, the, in the light of the pandemic, there's a knee-jerk reaction to want to look to the past, the way things were. We talk about that. When is things going to get back to the way things were, the normal? Well, there is no normal. It's, it's, it's gone. And we try to look to the future, but it's hard to imagine that future if the pace of change as it is so fast. And we even get stuck trying to be in the present, which is the only place that we have our power and, and our source. So I've, I've, I've come to know that visual tools and drawing is the best way to release that past and let go of that confusion and also to reimagine. So by visualizing, I emotionalize, it helps me to create and to reimagine what's possible. And that's what we do with, with our clients in, in terms of helping them um, to reimagine that uncertainty and put it into a frame of what's possible. But also on a personal note, as I was researching and doing some work for this, there was a, a talk that said, you know, to, to reimagine your, your purpose and your identity, to embrace your bliss, right? But not only to embrace your bliss, but also to embrace your blister. <laughs> and I love that. And what that means is something that you keep coming back to that's a little bit uncomfortable, right? And so for me, I think it's, it's, it's speaking and doing more of this work. This is uncomfortable, but it's a way of serving as a way of growing. And it's something that is in a form of, a form of service. So, my question to you is, what are you being called to do? And in the greater context, how can I learn to embrace, come back from this uncertainty and learn to embrace it, become a friend to uncertainty? This is a, a talk from a, a, a futurist called Planning for the Future Amidst the Crisis. And there's a curve at the bottom that says breakdown to resilience to transformation. And where are we on that curve? We go back and forth on that curve. But it, the context of that is, is recognizing, you know, complexity. We're in this state of complexity, different systems, different forces that are working on us and to help us to reframe from complexity to co-creation and compassion. So one of the things that I learned during this time and in the pandemic is, you know, we have to let go of what's in the past, let go of who we are. How do we reframe and reform what we're doing? And, and I became, very curious about that. And, you know, we had a bit of a good life. <laughs> Clients love us, we do this great work and stages and so on, but now that's gone. So how do we reconstruct who who we are and what we do? And and I became curious. And one thing that I, I found is, is about how do we rebrand 
what we do. And I learned about this company in the US called Black & Decker that do these, these power tools. And their story is that you can create with their power tools, you can create a great, um, you know, a bunk bed for your, your child, you know, using wood and, and using their tools, or you can create a deck on your backyard to have picnics and so on. Um, but their most, their best-selling tool was not a power tool itself. It was a simple workbench, a simple and low, relatively inexpensive workbench that you can fold and move around the house. So you can, you know, set it up and bring your tools there. And it, it was, it's a place to get your best work done. It's called the the workmate. <laughs> I might be selling Black and Decker tools, a place to get your best work done. And I thought that's a good, you know, metaphor for this work, the visual facilitation. It's a place to get your best work done. So we began reaching out to different collaborators that we can work with, that we can bring our tools, bring in, you know, talk at different conferences. We we learned to deconstruct, as Irene mentioned, our visual facilitation lab and brought that into a virtual offering with a partner that we work with in Hong Kong who's good with the technology. So we re deconstructed, reconstructed that and, and came up with an analogy and a story. So what is the story that you can create or recreate or rebrand yourself? What is a metaphor that you might use to recreate who you are? And that's the opportunity in going from complexity to co-creation and compassion. Another, another opportunity around compassion is, is taking time for self-compassion. And some tools might be meditation, right? Doing 100 days of meditation. This is a number of 100 days of meditation. Compassion and self-reflection and journaling and contemplative tools that help you to connect back to that self-compassion. Right, the last part, ambiguous, you know, things that is too vague for us. We cannot predict what's going to happen and we don't know what's next. So be flexible, be agile. And that's a big word now. Every Everywhere you hear people about, oh, be agile, have an agile mindset, have a, you know, work on the agile principle, work on, work on the values. So at the end of the day, it's how do you develop that agile mindset and put it into some kind of practice. Now, how many of you has already signing up with with whatever organization, be it NTUC or any other places to learn Agile? Right now, government is giving 90% funding. Grab that chance, okay, all right? You are just gonna get that certification no matter what, all right? And I, you, you can learn so much. For me, I'm just gonna share with you one website, okay, where I, I think it's um, more or less kind of related to agile practice you can actually apply so for me I, i'm a person that after you learn something you need to know how to apply it and i like the fact that make your home a fun place or uh, make your workplace a fun place so i love this website i put it on a chat it's called funretrospective.com i'm not sure if you've seen that there's plenty of activity that you can tap into and these are brainstorming scrum you know a lot of um, uh, uh, great tools that you can use so you can play something with your family you can even use it at workplace so just keep that flexibility keep that agile mindset and in this vocal stage we can all go through it with fun <laughs> thank you irene i just want to reinforce a few things cindy said to let go of comparison to others, right? <laughs> and um, and also Mavis said to uh, co-creation 
is a great process in using uh, coaching and, and co-creating through that process. And and Siti shared about serving and giving. I don't have a drawing for that right here <laughs> <laughs> for serving and giving, but for our work, you know, is to is really what what drives you and what motivates you. And our invitation to you is to take time to find you know, the gift that's inside, the jewel and the gift, bring that out. And and in my experience, drawing a picture, a simple picture is a great way to anchor that, to get clear, to let go of that complexity. So be a brave doodler. Remember, every drawing is a gift. Thank you, Irene. Thank you, Irene, for being my business partner and my wife and my co-journeyer. And um, I believe that He's trying um, to four points. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> speaking of that, speaking of that, we're, going to, we're just going to give Tim a bit of an airtime, uh, like how we did it earlier on. <laughs> I'm just going to make it croon just two lines, okay? Can you, can you just croon that line? Just just go for it. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. <laughs> everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Tim Brian Adam Hammonds in the house. Is it just me or does this guy resemble the man himself? So <laughs> I, I, I thought the sharing was really, really wonderful. Thank you so much, Irene and Tim. Um, but uh, first thing, I would like to pay attention to the uh, to the, um, the comments section. We've got uh, Miss Rebecca Chin giving a comment saying that I believe this session speaks to many audiences in varying ways. So well done all the speakers. And uh, 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 Ying Tzu uh, mentioned that there is no new normal and just the next normal. So let's all brave the brave new world. 